Well, a very big thank you, children and young people, for singing so well. And the readings were outstanding uh, this year. Really impressed, particularly some of the younger ones, the way they read so very, very well. So our grateful thanks to you and for all the helpers who put such a lot of uh, effort into practice and uh, rehearsing this act of worship where we're looking to thank God for his tremendous gift to each one of us. Are you looking forward to Christmas, children? It's Christmas Eve, you know, and uh, it's a very special, special day tomorrow. Uh, families get together, uh, there's lots of food, uh, we get presents, we give presents. It's a really very, very wonderful time of the year. Uh, I've got my... The United States of America do um, a tracker. It's called NORAD. And they're tracking Father Christmas around the world right now. And on my phone, I've got an app, and it will tell me exactly where he is and how many presents he's given out already. And uh, after this service, my plan is to go up to Mid Wales to my son, uh, my uh, daughter-in-law and their five children, and to spend Christmas Day with them. My wife is already... Uh, up there, and I plan to meet Father Christmas at the uh, Corriton Roundabout and follow him up the A470. So it's a very, very special time. But the most wonderful time is what we've been singing about, and children, what you've been reading about, and now what I want to speak about. It is so wonderful that really words aren't enough. Until the age of 19, I didn't believe any of this. I was um, an atheist. I believed in uh, Big Bang and evolution were the answer to life, the universe, and everything. But uh, God stepped into my life in a most remarkable way when I was 19 years of age. But children, if you're younger than that, you don't have to wait longer than that to meet this remarkable, wonderful being. Uh, God, who is... uh, in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Well, what I want to think about is the coming into the world of God the Son, sent by God the Father in the power of the Holy Spirit to give us a very, very wonderful gift. The best gift we could ever have and the gift that we all, every single one of us, desperately need. Of all you might get at Christmas time, there's one gift that you desperately need. Need and God is willing to give it to you. I want to take the story of the shepherds that was read so well to us. Now, to be a shepherd 2,000 years ago was a really important job. Um, Many young boys grew up to become shepherds, and if boys were chatting to each other at school, uh, one would say, "Uh, What are you going to be when you grow up? Oh, I'm going to be a shepherd. Oh, I'm going to be a shepherd as well. And I'm going to major in sheep dipping. Another one would say, well, I'm going to major in sheep shearing. Uh, It was a really, really important job. But uh, children, to be, and adults too, hope you're all listening, to be a shepherd, you had to be strong. Are you strong here this evening? Because you had to carry sheep. You had to uh, lift them out of difficult situations. It was a hard job. You had to be strong. And he also had to be very brave because sheep had enemies. And one of the big enemies uh, was the wolves. 
And uh, a shepherd had to be brave enough to protect the sheep from the wolves. So if there was a job for a shepherd advertised in the Jerusalem Chronicle, it would say at the bottom, and wimps need not apply. You had to be strong and you had to be brave to be a shepherd. Well, this one particular night, there were a group of shepherds on a hillside, you read about it for us, outside a little town called Bethlehem. It was very dark, and the shepherds would be sat around their campfire singing shepherd songs. So maybe they were singing together, The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. And the sheep are sleeping around and about them. Suddenly, a wolf cries out, And the sheep lift up their heads, worried. But then they see the shepherds. And they think, it's okay. Our protector's still here. And they go back to sleep. Well, then Luke tells us, inspired by God the Holy Spirit, suddenly something happened that meant that these brave, strong shepherds were absolutely terrified. What had happened? Had a particularly big wolf come along, one they hadn't encountered before? No, it was simply this. A little piece of forever pushed its way into time. Now, it could happen here Tonight, it can happen to your own little heart. A piece of forever stepped into time. An angel appeared, sent by God, to make an announcement to these shepherds. And the first thing the angel said is this, don't be afraid, because, and three things here, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. First of all, says the angel, don't be afraid then, because I've got good news for you. And we all need good news. Things are always the same. 2,000 years ago, there was oppression, there was hunger, there was thirst, there was terrorism. And today, 2023, moving into 2024, there are wars, there are difficulties, there's Israel, There's Gaza, there's Afghanistan, there's Ukraine, there's the Yemen. There are great sadnesses in our own country, difficulties, economic difficulties. Who knows what is the truth at all these days? But the angel says, listen, I've got good news. And this good news will bring you great joy. Now the Greek word for great is mega. I've got such good news, says the angel, It'll bring you great joy, mega joy. Children, adults, it's what we're all searching for. Something to bring us peace and satisfaction that overflows with joy and contentment. Just that ability to feel all is well. Joy is what we're all seeking after. Joy is what you want. And maybe tomorrow morning you're hoping for that special gift that will bring you a a real joy. But it only lasts for a short time. But this joy that the angel's speaking about is mega joy. And it never, ever fades. 
Why don't we have this joy? We're all seeking this joy, but we're looking in the wrong places. We tend to think, and nothing wrong with these things, if I had more money, if I had a better job, uh, if I had this particular friendship, uh, if I had this position or these possessions, that would bring me joy. Now, I have to say, there really is nothing wrong with money or position or possessions or relationships, but they're not the answer to this real joy. Where does this real joy come from? Well, hold on a minute. One more thing about what the angel says. I've got good news, and this good news will bring you mega joy. And something else the angel says, which knocks my socks off, it is for all the people. This good news of great joy is for all the people. Do you know, so often, one person's good news is another person's bad news. Now, yesterday afternoon at long last, some of you might know, I might have mentioned it once or twice, that I follow a football team called Burnley. And they're up there, a little town in the north of, of England, and they punch above their weight, and they're in the Premier League, but they're having a tough time this season. Of the 17 games they played, they've lost 13. I've had some really sad Saturday afternoons, but not yesterday. Not yesterday. Uh, Fulham nil, Burnley 2. That gave me great joy. I was able to watch Match of the Day last night, the first time in many, many weeks. It was good news for me, but it was sad news for Fulham fans. If you're going for a job, if you get it, it's good news for you, but it's bad news for those who didn't get it. But listen, this good news from the angel is good news. It'll bring great joy, and it's for all the people in all times, in all places, in Israel, in Gaza, in Ukraine, in Yemen, in Wales, in uh, Syria, in Lebanon, in Africa, in Australia, in America. It's good news for all people in all times. I love that word all because it means all. And actually, if it had space, would say, including those in Heath Evangelical Church on the 24th of December, 2023. So it's good news for you, not just the shepherds, but for all the people. Well, what is it? What is this good news that brings great joy that's for all the people? Simply this. You read about it. For to you, now take it personally, in the city of David, Bethlehem, is born for you a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. A Saviour who is Christ the Lord. Whatever you might think as to who Jesus Christ was and is, he's had such a dramatic effect on this little planet, it's split time in two. It's 2023, all because of what happened those 2,000 odd years ago. So, who was being born in Bethlehem of Judea in the time of Herod the king? Well, says the angel, it's Christ. It's the Lord of glory. We sang about it in the carols. Um, he came down to earth from heaven, who is God and Lord of all. We're going to finish with Hark the Herald Angels Sing that tells us this. 
Oh, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel, which means God with us. My favourite carol is, See amid the winter snow. And one verse there says this, Oh, lo, within a manger lies he who built the starry skies. You see, that little baby in Bethlehem of Judea laid in a manger is the creator, now get this, of the whole universe. Uh, he made the stuff that this is made out of. Uh, he made me, he made you. He made all planet Earth. He made our central star called the sun, 93 million miles away, uh, burning at around about 6,000 degrees on its surface, 20 million degrees in the core. The next nearest star, Alpha Proximi, is four light years away. And that means traveling at 186,000 miles per second for a whole year, you'd reach Alpha Proximi. That's just one of 100,000 million stars in our galaxy, the Milky Way. The Milky Way is so vast, it takes light 100,000 years to cross the Milky Way. And our Milky Way isn't unique. The most distant thing you can see with the naked eye is Andromeda Galaxy. Three million light years away, containing a trillion stars and around about 100,000 million other galaxies in the known universe. And in that manger lies He who built the starry skies. God becomes one of us. Oh, says the angel, so excited. Are you excited this, this evening? I've got good news. If you, it'll bring you great joy if you can understand it. And nobody's left out. Anybody missed out on this good news yet? Why would God become one of us? Why would he be born and laid in a manger? Why would he spend 33 years here? Oh, says the angel, a saviour has been born who is Christ the Lord. He's come as a saviour. And what does a saviour do? A saviour rescues people from great danger when they can't help themselves. I was watching the news, it's just about three weeks ago now. Incredibly, it was on social media, it was on the news. Here was a tower block, um, and it was on fire. And on the roof was one construction worker. He was completely trapped. And there was the fire coming up the tower block. There's no way he could get down the stairways and been burnt away. He couldn't jump. It was about 20 stories down. It would be the end of him if he tried to save himself. But on the roof, there he was, the flames getting closer. Did you see it? There's a man in a crane nearby, and he sees the danger. And with his crane, he lifts up a cage from the ground, and he brings it around. He pulls it across to the roof and lets it down. And as the flames are coming nearer, the man gets into the cage and the cage gets up and the crane driver carefully brings him down and that man who was on the roof knows that he has been saved. 
Children, mums and dads, grandmas and granddads, you need to be saved. What from? Not from the wolves, not from a, a fire that's lapping around you. You need to be saved from your biggest problem. And our biggest problem is our sin. I don't have to explain sin. You know what sin is. It's our moral failure before a holy God. To know God, I need a goodness that's equal to His. To get to heaven, I need to be not good but perfect. And there's no way I can do that. But God wants me in heaven. So He sends His Son. God is one but three persons. The Father sends the Son in the power of the Holy Spirit and that little baby in the manger, all my hope is in him and what he did to rescue me. He does two things. Number one, he lived a life I could never live. He does it for you, he does it for me. What a gift this is. For 33 years, he went around doing good. God the Father is so pleased, he says, oh, this is my son. Listen to him. I'm well pleased with him. He's living the life you can't live. He's representing you. He's representing me. And then, the second thing he does is this. To take the rap for all that I've done wrong, he dies in my place. We look from the cradle to the cross of Calvary, where Jesus Christ, to rescue you and me from the penalty of sin, dies the death that we deserve. What a wonderful, wonderful saviour. Death couldn't hold him. He rose again the third day. Death hangs on to sinners. He'd done nothing wrong. He lived for me. He died for me. He rose again. Why? To take away our biggest problem. Children, you know what your biggest problem is? It's sin. Adults, you know what your biggest problem is? It's not the power bills. It's not that relationship that's failed. It's not that job you didn't get. It's not that you don't have enough money. It simply is this. It's our sin before a holy God. Here's the good news that brings great joy. It's for all the people. There's one who can take away your biggest problem. Jesus Christ. As a carol we don't often sing. God rest ye, merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. For Jesus Christ our Saviour was born on Christmas Day to free us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. And when the angel had given that message, they slipped back into eternity and darkness came back over that hillside. And the shepherds could have said to each other, oh, that's very interesting. What were we doing before that angel appeared? Oh, it was the Lord's my shepherd. The Lord's my shepherd. None of that. Oh, 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 did you hear that, boys? Come on, let's go to Bethlehem. And I can see them whizzing down the hill, maybe the older shepherds trailing behind, the younger ones at the front, and they find the baby. And they're amazed. And they go out spreading the news. Now, this evening... Christmas, it's a wonderful, wonderful time. What do you do with this good news? At the age of 19, I went from atheism to this stunning realisation it was all true. 
in the space of entering into a church building, before I left, I knew it was real. And I received that gift. Forgiveness of sins, peace with God, the certainty of heaven to come. Not because I'd done anything, but because I'd come to trust in the Savior, Jesus. Before I went into that church building, I prayed a little prayer, something, an experiment. Uh, God, I said, if this is real, I really need to know, because obviously it's really important. As I sat in that church service, everything became clear to me. Holy God, sinful me, Jesus Christ the bridge. Children, adults, don't know what you'll get tomorrow. I've got an idea what I might get from my wife. Uh, I can't be sure. Whatever it is, it'll soon be forgotten. I can't remember what she got me last year. What was your favorite gift last year? I, I guess many of you can't remember. But in 1976, I received such a gift. <laughs> I can never, ever ever, 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 in a killion, willion years from now, I'll still be thanking God for his wonderful gift. Forgiveness of sins, peace with God, certainty of heaven to come. Carol that we sang here, with this I'll, I'll, I'll finish. How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given, so God imparts to human hearts the blessing of his heaven, no ear may hear his coming. But in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him, still can happen tonight. Still, the dear Christ enters in. Well, I trust you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas time. We've got some uh, little booklets. There's, there's lots in the, in the porch. There's uh, on the windowsill there. I'll put these on the bench at the front there. Uh, they're just accounts from Matthew and Luke, the Christmas story, just two chapters from each, taking you through the Christmas story, the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want one, please do come and take one. Don't forget the refreshments in the hall at the back, coffee, tea, uh, mince pies. Do stay around. And don't forget tomorrow morning at 10.30, our Christmas morning service here. Well, let's sing our final carol which I believe is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. It is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Let's stand and sing together.
And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now at this Christmas time and forevermore. Amen. Amen.